running smoothly, good. I've just cursed it, I'm sure. Uh, so, what I'd like to do is actually let you know that you can head over to this URL right here, and you can go to that QR code, and you're gonna get 50% off on this week's product pick of the week right now just during the live stream. So head to one of these places that you see right here in front of you, uh, and you will arrive on, let me show you the page in fact, where'd it go? That's it right there, yeah, that's, uh, that's gonna take you to the product pick, and if I, uh, if I click on that and refresh, we'll see that we have a 50% off discount uh, during the live stream only, and we're broadcasting from right inside of there. So you can click on that link and uh, watch the show from inside of here. So I encourage you to head over there and watch the rest of the show from inside of the product page. You get 50% off on the product pick during the live stream only. Uh, after the show, we kind of shut that off, so you'll wanna, you'll wanna click buy. I think you have a little, little bit of a grace period there, but you wanna click buy pretty quick so that you can uh, get in on the savings. Uh, hey, Johnny Bergdahl. Hey, Dave Odessa. Nice to see you all over there in the YouTube chat. All right, so uh, before I go any further, what I really like to do is have Lady Ada tell us a little bit about this week's product pick. So please take it away, Lady Ada. So this is a uh, 24C32 EEPROM. It's a 32 kilobit EEPROM, which is four kilobytes of data in EEPROM format. I like EEPROM because one, it's I2C, so it's really easy to connect, supported by you know any microcontroller, microcomputer. Um, you know, four kilobytes is not a lot, but it's enough to store your configuration data, you know, a key, a MAC address, a calibration, a username, you know, display settings, what have you. Um, over I2C, and again, these EEPROMs are so common; they're used by like a lot. We actually originally stocked these because we use this part in our Raspberry Pi hats, because uh, they are used to you know, configure the uh, device tree overlay. But this is very handy if you ever want to add EEPROM to any of your um, products. Uh, a lot of my controllers that are like simpler, like the AVRs and PICs, have built-in EEPROM, but a lot of the Cortexes I'm noticing don't. Um, but if you still need a little bit of EEPROM data to sort of configuration, you just plug this in, you know, and, and there you go. So it's, uh, it's a standard, 24C or 24LC, it's a, it's a totally standard way of using EEPROM. Uh, you can connect up to eight on the single bus because you can configure the um, address using jumpers on the bottom. And uh, we've got an Arduino library and uh, a CircuitPython library coming out shortly that'll let you easily address them. Another nice thing about the EEPROM, you can write one byte at a time. Uh, you don't have to do page erase or page writes or caching or buffering. Each byte you know, takes a millisecond to write, but you can write them one at a time. Yeah, all right, so that's the product pick. Uh, what I'm gonna do is actually go and grab one out of my wonder cabinet back there, and uh, then let's talk about it. Hang on one second.
There it is. This is our product pick of the week. This is the 24LC32EE Prom Breakout. Now, this is a Stemma QT accessible board. You can also just use breakout pins on there, solder some pins onto there. But I really like using the little Stemma QT slash uh, quick cable to plug it in. And uh, if you didn't know, if you're not familiar with this, so EEPROM, it stands for Electronically Erasable Programmable Read-Only Memory. Uh, and what does all that mean? That means that this is some memory that you can write information to, and it's not going to go away when you pull the power on it. So it's a little piece of storage that you can use. It's four kilobytes of data, which means that you can't get too fancy with it. But as one of my consultants was telling me before the show, okay, it was Todd Bot. Uh, the original Atari cartridges were 4K. So you could fit a decent amount of uh, code on there if you, if you really had to. Uh, but more likely you'll use it for things like configuration data for maybe a MAC address or some sort of secrets file with some login information. Uh, what I wanted to do is actually show you first of all, uh, actually let's, let's take a look back at uh, the page there. That's where you can go to get yours and check it out. These are, just refresh there, uh, these are on deep discount during the show, so you can get one right now for $1.98. Uh, it's pretty great, and it'll work with pretty much any of our microcontrollers or any microcontroller out there that supports I2C. Uh, and let's, uh, let's take a look also at the um, Arduino library. So right now we don't have a CircuitPython library yet, but if you head down here into the product description, there's a little link that says we recommend our FRAM EEPROM library. Uh, that is it right there, and you can, of course, access this from within the Arduino IDE, and I'll show you how to do that in a moment. Uh, and once you have that installed, then you can uh, go ahead and write information to it. It's not something you'll do all the time, but more likely you'll then read the information off of it. Now, you can do, I believe, about a million uh, writes on it, uh, so probably you won't run out of uh, space depending on how you're using it. But uh, let's, let's get to a demo, shall we? So let me uh, jump to the, uh, yeah, let's actually, you know what? I'm gonna do just the overhead first for a moment. Let me take that off of there. Yeah, that'll work, okay. So here what you can see, a little demo I've set up. I have a Feather, this is a Feather M0, which does not have EEPROM on it. And I've got a little OLED feather wing plugged into it. And then I have a little strip of NeoPixels. I have this Stemma QT cable plugged into the feather wing. And you can see my program there it says EEPROM reader. And then I have uh, little columns there for address, a hex, and a value or decimal value. So what I'm going to do is I'll go ahead and plug in one of my EEPROM breakouts. And uh, nothing fancy, I'll just reset the board. And now when it restarts, you'll see it loaded in the first four bytes of information on the EEPROM. So it looked at address 0, 1, 2, and 3. And from that, it grabbed these hex values, uh, C, C8, 32, and 4. Or you can see those in decimal as 12, 250, and 4. So what are those? Those are the RGB values of a number of NeoPixels. So I said in this case, give me a uh, green sort of aqua color and we'll light up the first four of those NeoPixels. Now what I can do is go ahead and unplug that just like a game cartridge, plug in a different one. And again, I'll just go ahead and reset, nothing fancy. Uh, and now we've loaded in some different EEPROM values right off of the card or right off of the chip there. And so now we've got these uh, more of a magenta. I'm loading in R, red is 100, 
Green is zero, blue is 50, and I'm saying only light up two of those NeoPixels. So this is just a kind of quick, easy demo of a way that you can use EEPROM. That data is uh, non-volatile. It's not going to go away when I unplug this. I've taken power off it. I can go ahead and plug the first one back on there, reset, and you'll see we go back to our sort of cyan color with four NeoPixels. Uh, and we can rewrite that with different info if we want. Let's take a look at the code for this. So here you can see uh, I'm doing this in Arduino. And let me go ahead and pull up my Arduino IDE. Where'd you go? There you are. Uh, okay, so what's going on here in this code? First of all, I'm going to import some libraries here, uh, including this EEPROM I squared C library. Then I've got uh, setup for it where I'm creating this object and calling it the I squared C EEPROM, which we can then talk to. And we're defining which address it's on. So like uh, most of these little STEM QT boards, we have some jumpers on the back that you can solder to pick a different I squared C address. You can have uh, up to eight of these on one I squared C bus because you can configure the uh, address that way. And depending on the microcontroller on you, maybe you have multiple buses of I squared C because you have a lot of these on there. Um, next thing I'm doing is setting up my display, setting up my NeoPixels, uh, doing a setup here of the EEPROM. So you can see here we're checking to see if it's actually connected on that address. And if it is, we, we go ahead and start. Uh, so here is, you can see I've commented out this code right now because I don't want to rewrite to it every time that I load this code on, but this is where I can write different info on there. So let's say we're going to rewrite this to be pretty much pure blue. So I'm going to set these to 0, 0, 255, and how about we'll light up six of them. So when we send this to the board, it will now rewrite those first four bytes on the EEPROM. And then later, when we reload the program and we're just in the read mode, it's going to pull that data off and use that for our NeoPixels. Uh, so I'll go ahead and uncomment this for when we uh, try to load that on in a moment. But before I do that, let's look at the rest of the code. So you can use this to uh, dump the entire contents of the EEPROM. That takes a little while, especially if we're kind of put it on this screen. So I'm just reading the first four of them. Uh, and then I am displaying those on the screen. So you can see uh, rather than serial print, I'm using display print. And then I've set up uh, a little bit of text formatting there to display those values that we read for each of those four uh, entries. Uh, here you can see the uh, I'm creating an integer. This could also be a uint 8. Uh, but I'm reading in the 0, 1, 2, and 3 addresses. And then I'm setting the pixel colors to be those three, the 0, 1, and 2 address. And the number of pixels right here is uh, this, this one that I called n, uh, which later I'm iterating through with i, just to confuse myself. Uh, and that is all that it does. So let's go ahead and we'll see if we can, uh, it's not always a given, but we'll see if we can uh, upload to the board. So hopefully I've got everything set up right and it'll... it'll uh, accept new code. So I've just compiled the code and it didn't break. That's good. So now I'll hit upload and that's going to uh, recompile it and push that up to the board. And now it has rewritten those first four bytes with uh, this blue color, pure blue color. And uh, or it's in the process of, of writing that right now to the Arduino and to the EEPROM. So we'll hang out a minute. Uh oh, 
I've run into <laughs> I've run into an error. It was not a guarantee this was going to work because I actually wasn't coding on this board earlier. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna first thing I'm gonna do is actually just bear with me. I'm gonna check that I'm writing to the right board. Bird, bird, bird. Remember if we use the USB, 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 USB back for Arduino, 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 Arduino. So let me that. I saw, I saw, I saw, I saw. Uh, 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 that. Chat, because sometimes the chat, the chat, the chat, the trouble. Uh, let's see. No, good. Okay. No, no one's noticing anything terrible with that. Uh, so compiling sketch, uploading, crossing fingers. Uh, if it doesn't find the port right away, you can double click the uh, boot button on the on the board there. Hey, it worked that time. Okay, I was using the wrong um, USB stack. Okay, so what I'll do now is um, I'm going to comment out this section so I don't keep rewriting that. Otherwise, we'll, uh, we'll never see a change. And now I'll upload this again to the board. Of course, there are other ways you could do this. You could even create a little interface on, on the display itself with little buttons to write data. Uh, there's a lot of ways that you could do that. But right now, I've just got sort of a, a bare bones um, demo going. Okay, so now you can see on my display, let me go back to a full uh, display of the so board. So this is a... Whoops, where'd we go? Uh, there you are. Okay, now let me go to that view. Okay, so you can see here on the board now, on my address zero, it's a value of zero, so that's red. One is zero, that's green. Uh, address two is full on, 255, blue. And then address three here says we'll light up six NeoPixels. So again, just to kind of test this out, let's, let's go ahead and reset that. When this launches, it'll uh, light up those six as blue. If I swap out my other cartridge here and reset that, that's gonna read the magenta two pixels and then we'll go back to that blue one. Now, of course, since you can load multiple of these onto a single I2C bus using different addresses, you could read from them with a whole bunch of them plugged in. You could go and read data off of a few of them, swap them around. So you can imagine this is sort of a neat uh, like cartridge idea where you can carry around some important data with you. You could also use this as a way to quickly update, let's say, NeoPixel animations on a cosplay prop. Uh, put it maybe in like a big phaser gun with sound effects and things and drop in a different EEPROM uh, in order to upgrade the, the device. So there are a lot of possibilities with a simple little inexpensive piece of uh, EEPROM RAM or ROM like this. Uh, and I find it a whole lot of fun to work with. So uh, let's see. If, uh, if there are any questions, let me know over in... Um, the chat, let's see. Can you tell how much memory is free or used? Yeah, David Odessa, you can. Uh, I think the, if I, if I jump back over to Arduino for a second here, let me open up our example code. So I took the, when you load the library, you'll get this example code here. Uh, one second while I load that up. And this is in the FRAM, okay. So let me swap over to this other window for you one second. Uh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to copy that text and put it into Atom so that you can see. 
that'll make it easier actually. Hold on one second. Uh, da -da. Libraries. Oops. One moment. So close. Here we go. Uh, all right, yes, yeah, so you can see this is the example code that uh, you'll get with the library when you load that into uh, the library manager in Arduino. And in here, uh, it actually checks the uh, amount of RAM that you've used. It will uh, let you know that. It will write out the whole. Uh, this is better for a serial console so that you don't flood a little display like this. It'll write out the whole content of it. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that's about it. So this is a nice one to, to go and check the, the full contents. And then of course you could write parsers to do other things with it if you needed to. Uh, let's see, other questions. Uh, Seagrover asks, any projection for when a circuit Python library may become available? I do not know that's a good question for probably the circuit Python um, channel in, in, uh, here in Discord. Uh, Lady Ada mentioned it, but I don't re remember if she said when it's coming. Uh, unless you want to get working on that yourself, that would be great. Uh, we wouldn't mind at all. We'd appreciate it. Uh, oh, someone said we had a max headroom effect going on before, huh? Oh, that's funny. It was probably when I was loading things and it confused the software. Uh, all right, yeah, so that is the very cool uh, little EEPROM breakout there. A lot of fun to work with. Very simple and easy and pretty quick. Uh, as you can see, you can just write to individual bytes, which is great. You don't have to... Uh, gang up a big buffer and then write that. So it allows you to, to go in there and just uh, pinpoint the, uh, the addresses in memory where you want to write some information to. So uh, it's really easy to work with, which I appreciate. Um, and I think that's going to do it. So let's see if you have other questions over in the chat on YouTube or uh, in the Discord, let me know. I'll take a look at those and I'll hang out a little bit after the show. But uh, don't forget, if you head over to the product page here, this is 50% off, so it's $1.98 right now. We have 93 in stock, and there are a maximum of 10 per customer. So you do the math. If you want to grab a bunch of them, grab them quick, because they might be gone. Uh, and of course, we'll always make more. But uh, the discounted uh, price is good just during the show. Uh, also, you can see here, if you uh, take a look at the pictures, these nice uh, product photos that we have there, there's the nice little EEPROM chip, and there are the address jumpers on the back that you can just uh, get a solder blob across those uh, or a little wire and uh, pick a different address for these. And, whoa, that's going to do it. All right. So why don't we wrap this up? I'm going to take this one right here and say... That's the product pick of the week. It is the 24LC32EE Prom Breakout on I squared C, Stemma QT form factor. And I'm gonna go ahead and put that on my new product board of awesomeness. The names change a lot. Uh, and that'll do it for today. So thank you all so much. And for Adafruit Industries, I'm John Park. This has been JP's product pick of the week, and I will see you next time. Bye-bye, everyone.